Hi guys, welcome to this week's episode of the Nursing Handover podcast. You have me, Jerry, and Diane. Clarissa won't be joining us today, but yeah, you've got your 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 gruesome deuce twosome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, what I mean, what are we? Double trouble. I like that better. <laughs> Double trouble. How are you, my dear? What's crackalacking? I'm not too bad. So, guys, it's actually a good. I would say it's not a good episode. It's a good episode because we're international. I'm in Uganda right now as we record. Mm-hmm. Um, She's living her best life as we are suffering here with the rain, the cold, <laughs> and, the, so, and, the, and the bad weather. Girl, I can't believe. So when I left, the weather it was okay, and then mm. like when we got here, it told us it started to snow. Yeah, it was very like very sleeting the weekend. I can't believe it. So like my view right now. literally just blue skies 28 degrees is so hot (laughs) I am so jealous I would love a holiday I was literally saying to my partner like I literally just want to be on a beach not even doing anything with my my feet in the sand just there somehow you need to find a way to do it oh we're trying we're trying you know Vodafone has these very me rewards and trust me I'm gonna try and do a little something something I want you guys oh Sorry, guys, that is, you know, I met uh, my partner in the kitchen. Only God knows what he's doing, if you heard that. But, um, but yeah, no, I'm going to try, hopefully, we'll try and see if we can get away before I go back to work. I just don't want to go back to work. Girl, you, hmm, let me tell you. Let me, you know what? This is the thing about being off or having a holiday you're off and you, you get excited to be off and you're, you're in that period and you're enjoying it. But then the thought of having to return... Oh, it literally it like dawns on deep, you. Yeah, like a deep, sunken feeling of like, oh my God, I have to go back to that. Exactly. Ooh. Like, even if you enjoy the job, you're still like, I actually have to go back. Like, yes. That is the ghetto. No, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah. So I'm literally trying to plan my return to work and things like this. Like, I've still got time, don't get me wrong. But like my mom's always said to me, when you have a baby, make sure, like, from six months onwards, you start planning your return to work, start getting childcare sorted and things like this. So the bane of my life right now, ch- childcare. Um, as we all know, it's extortionate. Okay. So I'm trying to see how we can really and truly work around it and make it work. Because... But you know what, this, the good thing is, is that you've given yourself more than enough time, so you're not going to be very stressed out towards the end of your maternity leave. Yeah. I think people tend to forget that this has to finish and they have to make arrangements they forget there's waiting lists for nurseries that child minors get booked up and all that like you have to be on top of your game definitely so we have literally been looking for child minders because just i just without out our so i'm gonna go back full-time because i'm crazy um but no with the hours that i'm going to be working and the hours that noah's dad works nurseries just don't fit us and also I feel like please quote me if I'm wrong sometimes childminders can be that little bit cheaper where possible but um I think that also we get there in a way don't know how to yeah but there's more of a home setting they take less children some of them so there's more time Mm -hmm. with your child as opposed to the nursery setting where there's baby class and I don't know what other classes they are and there's a lot of them exactly so like my main plan was possibly like we find a childminder I know it goes there for about a year and then depending on how he finds it we might take him to an actual nursery as he gets a bit older um and, and see what I happens. mean 
you can wait for the you know the 15 free hours and all that business girl trust me i've been looking i was so i can't even lie i'm I was looking at one of my friends. So 50, we won't even get the 15 free hours when he turns two. I thought, you know, I could work my magic and get it. <laughs> That's a big no-no. Um, so it won't be until his three, really. Oh, God. Honestly, like, I've been talking to people about it. They want us to have children. Okay, I'm thankful we get mat leave at all. Don't get me wrong, the pay is shocking. Well, you know, we get some sort of payment. But the childcare fees, like... I, know. I can't lie, it's made me think... Should I go into something like that? I mean, I love children. Should I become a childminder? Should I? Honestly, because they are making yeah. banks. The worst part is, like, especially, like, nursery workers, they pretty much earn peanuts for what you're paying. Yeah. Like, you're paying and big the, and, money. And, and, the, and the responsibility that they have. They're nurturing these young children. They're teaching them. They're equipping them with their first essential tools of life. Exactly. You know, it's a big job. It's not a small job. Exactly. So the bane of my life at the moment is looking for childcare, getting that sorted so that when I do return, you know, things will go smoothly. Noah will transition fine and keep pushing, really. But it's all up in the air at the moment. But no, apart from that, I've been been all right. Just, you know, crackalacking as always. Guys, we didn't have a, we didn't have an episode last week, as you clearly would have guessed. But um, yeah, we just had some things going on that needed sorting out. So we weren't able to bring you our luscious voices as we grace you guys every week. But no, so we're back mm-hmm. and hopefully back for the long haul. But as Diane is living her best life in Uganda, I am here in, you know, grey weather <laughs> London. Not jealous. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But no, like, you know, here we are. How are you approaching Easter? I think things are beginning to wind down. It's even mad to think we're in April, like the first quarter of the year I'm, is done. I'm telling you. No, quarter, the first third. Yeah. 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 Like, it's going pretty quickly. No, it's... It, the year's gone very fast already. Mm. And I sometimes feel like I haven't done what I need to do. Why? There's, there's, oh, like, you think it's happening too quickly? I feel like the year's going past and I'm trying to look at what have I achieved so far, what's really happening. Mm. But then saying that, I am my worst critic. So I'm somebody who will like bash myself, will be like, I haven't done this, I haven't done that. Da, 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 da. Um, so I feel like there's certain things I know I need to push and get done. Mm. Um, and I think the first thing which everyone knows, I think talk about it so much is my job. Sort that out. Yeah. Um, I feel like once that is sorted, if other things will feel better that makes sense yeah because i like with work and everything we spend so much time there that it's like your home if your work yeah. isn't sorted you won't rest the same way if your home isn't sorted you won't rest exactly no i hear that for me it's just getting like my lash stuff off the, off the floor so guys if you want to get your yeah. lashes done by me hit me up on my page lashes by jerry gonna be linked down in this episode somewhere <laughs> or you'll find it on my instagram page as always um, so if you're around North London and you want to get your lashes done, they are a ch- at a cheaper rate at the moment. So hit me up. Yes, guys, I'm actually flashing my lashes down by Jerry right here. You can see my eyes. <laughs> and they're lovely, very comfortable, very lightweight. Um, yeah. They and they look so they look like my lashes, and that's always what I want with lashes. I want them to look like they came out of me. So yeah. I hear that. I definitely hear that. So it's really just I guess as much as I love nursing I guess you know well this episode today's episode is really much 
we're going to chill. We're going to have a little chin wag and catch up. Yeah. But um, yeah. As much as I love nursing, I just I need to focus on other things. Okay, yes, I'm on maternity leave, so I'm not actually focusing on nursing, but I feel like I want to get certain things in place before I go back. Mm. Mm. Because when I go back, it's gonna be another big transition. So do what I can now with like the time and space that I've got. But I can't lie, a part of me does think I'm in the wrong profession because childcare seems like a lucrative business. When I tell you, I mean, it's funny you say that. I was speaking to another nurse who was a student nurse when I was doing my student health visiting placement. Mm. Um, and she was talking about her experience at a hospital that I first worked at after we finished our training. And she told me about her experience and I was just like horrified. Really? Yeah. She said they had one supernumerary day. These are all newly qualified staff. One supernumerary day. And then we're put into numbers. We're given six patients each. Was it pediatrics or adults? Pediatrics. Pediatrics. What what place gives you six patients? this when we when we come up obviously we can't say the place when we come off this I'm going to tell you the place um and basically she was telling me that they didn't sign off their oral meds for three months so they had to get always getting them counter style getting them checked but if you're in the numbers how many of you are on a shift especially when you've got six patients okay I'm not gonna ask for the place now but how big was this ward or unit how many beds it's not very I remember, I remember going there. it's not that big because it's a it's, it's not a very big hospital I would say but when I heard that experience, so this, this person who spoke to me is trying to now come to the community. And I was saying to her, like, I don't know if the frying pan is worse from there to there. It's just I a can't. different level of oil. The oil is just different, yeah. but the frying pan is the same. That's how I would yeah. describe it. I agree with you because, again, coming from acute into community, it's definitely been eye-opening. And I think it's great for what I want to go into next. But this is not it. This is actually the ghetto the ghetto and I think this is the hardest time to come into nursing because you're seeing the NHS change completely you are seeing teams like literally disintegrate you are seeing people burn out people are walking away from nursing without even looking back so it's very hard to stay motivated it's very hard to want to do it you know Mm -hmm. I've even heard stuff on Twitter of group of group chats and if you see if you saw it and basically people talking about you know leaving their shift at I should have been at eight, leaving about nine, having to get home, you know, sleep, eat, shower, whatever, I'll be back in again for a long day. So on Twitter, the group chats of student nurses and the content in there, it's kind of heartbreaking because you think, how are they excited to even become qualified when they're burnt out already? They almost feel like they're in the numbers, they have heavy workload, they're finishing late, having to come back in the next day. And they're kind of being treated as members of staff, not even supernumerary, because of the fact there is no permanent staff or a lack of permanent staff. You know, it's just a shame. But like places should, well, from what I know about students, places shouldn't be sending students if there's literally no staff because who's going to accommodate them? Because I can't lie, if that was our placement, that would be hellish time. That would not make me want to be qualified. Qualified to go and do what? Nothing. Exactly. Like it's just a very big shame. I'm not in, intrigued to, to see this, but then I even think about like when we went to placements, some of the placements that I disliked, and I know how I felt about that. So I can only imagine what they're feeling. This is it, and I think for me, that's the thing that 
not frightens me, but makes me think, what what do we have left of nurses? Literally just burn out nurses. Like everybody is tired, regardless of how high up. And I think COVID, as much as I really don't want to bring COVID back up, but COVID highlighted all the, is disparities a word? Is that the right word? Opened up and showed the big issues within nursing Mm. and healthcare. And it's not just what people are using, like the backbone of the NHS, like having staff. Because like people can't cope. People were stressed out and all sorts before COVID came. It only got worse. And as we've seen since during the COVID pandemic times, people still continue to walk because they are tired and feel underappreciated. So why should they work for it? Why should they work for the NHS? Or why should they why should they still continue in a profession that just doesn't seem to care about them? I mean. And the problem is all of the ways to improve the situation are staring us in the face. But the people that need to make those changes aren't making them. Also, do you want to know why? Because of the dollar dollar bills, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. But it's the truth. Because they, they really just... Like when you look at our government and things like that, like they don't care for anything that we've got to say or do. Nurses went out to protest. Did anything come from it? No. Other fields go out and protest and things work out. Just not for us. But then, then what I don't like is that they didn't play on the good nature of a nurse. Mm-hmm. It's just... I don't know. It's just such a big shame, really. But I wouldn't want to qualify into this. Say again. I wouldn't want to qualify into this. I don't even want to be here now with all of this going on. I mean, I mean, I can't imagine what the last two years of nursing has been for people that are newly qualified or even student nurses, all of that. And already, already, we already had crisis anyway. Mm-hmm. Couple up all of the stuff on top. That makes sense. Exactly. So it's difficult. And I can't lie to you, like, I love being a nurse, but I've definitely had a lot of feelings... I think I've said this before, of do I still want to do it? If I if I do it, how do I make it work for me? You know, how do I improve my work-life balance? How do mm-hmm. I make sure that I'm in a role that makes me really, really happy? Because life is short and life is very temporary. And I can't lie yet. I can't come and kill myself for no, NHS, exactly. for a job, for patients. I love my patients, but I love myself that bit more. Exactly. Um, I'm really not going to come and kill myself. Like, no. even thinking about all the madness I used to come and do for work, like breaking my back for it nah those days are gone because people it's not appreciated so why am I giving you my free time and energy and I'm not sitting here saying you know I'm going to leave nursing or anything like that but like you just want to feel appreciated for what you do I don't want such a heavy caseload that I'm actually crumbling exactly because I feel like I'm pretty I'm pretty good at my job however you're not giving me like the correct limelight to do it because my caseloads are way too big and it's unsafe but then even saying that like even the times I'm working in A&E okay fair enough A&E you can't really guess how many patients you're going to get or whatever you just kind of deal with it as it comes along but like when those numbers are unsafe if something happens who is who are they going to pull up to the NMC me um, like my pin 
those three years of nursing school was a lot. I'm not trying to lose my pen for anyone. No, I worked way too hard for it. And I think that's another issue as well, is that the risk of losing your pin is becoming greater mm-hmm. in the situations that you find yourself in. Now 100. Which means that you might find that less people are willing to go what well, far and beyond certain things, or you might find that people aren't progressing or pushing themselves forward because mm-hmm. they're worried about their pin and worried about losing their pin in exactly. that sense. Or being put in a situation where, okay, I can't cope, but I'm being forced to cope. It's just not it. It really is just not it. But like you said, where do we go from here? It is down to funding and funding for communities and CCGs. And so for those that know what CCG is, it's a commissioning, a care commissioning group. I think that's what the acronym stands for. Something like that. So each borough, town, whatever, has their own version of a CCG. And they will like, for example, they will mark out what they want certain services to achieve and the targets they want reached for a certain price, for certain funding. However, it varies from different place to place and what they're willing to offer. So for example, if you live in London or you live in the UK, um, for example, within London, there's a borough, for example, called Newham. Newham is one of the most poorest boroughs in the country. So the money that, the funding and the money that they have is so much greater than somewhere, say like Chelsea and Kensington. Or even somewhere on the outskirts, like Enfield or Havering or, you know, I don't know, Gravesend or... Do you, you get what I mean? So yeah. how do they want us to achieve these things? And even that, the places that have more funding are still struggling. So what about the places that don't have that funding? And this is the problem, is that you then have people experiencing different levels of care and different levels of service. Because mm-hmm. of the fact that money is different according to the commissioning group or who has budget and funding for this and for that, which means that as a society, we're all paying tax, but not experiencing the same, we're not getting the same benefits, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. You know, if, for example, if someone says to me, oh, you know, we have no school nursing provision in that school, but across the borough, they do have school nursing and they're getting really supported and the kids are, you know, are getting what they need, mm-hmm. then my child is lacking. That child, the kids in that in the other school, they don't have it, are missing out. But yet their parents are still paying taxes. Do you know what I mean? But then that comes down to whether the school has paid into the school school nursing service. But that's a different conversation for a different day. But then that's it's a it's a need that should be generic that everyone, an umbrella that everyone should be under. It shouldn't be if a school can afford it, because no, for example, there'll be safeguarding issues, there'll be health issues going on within that school. And as we know, those things were not meant to turn a blind eye to it. Because it only takes one thing to happen and go significantly wrong before everyone starts going, oh, 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 it wasn't me, it wasn't me, it wasn't me. But again, where do we go from here? How can we make the service better for all of us, for staff, client users, everyone? But then I, I also think to improve the quality, you need to listen to the staff, you need to listen to the patients, you need to really get down to what is wrong, what, what are our challenges, what is making us go in this direction. Why are people even leaving the NHS as staff? And but you know, where are they going? Cleaning staff across the board. Because everywhere you turn, clinical, acute, community, everyone's leaving. But even that, but where are they leaving to? Because it's not even like they're leaving from acute to um community 
people are just leaving the profession and going into other things because they are tired and also and also they want they want what's what's owed to them financially you worked exactly. very hard to get somewhere and you're not being paid for it so why should I stay in a profession in a profession that's not going to give me what's really due exactly but then this is why you've got people also looking at into health tech and things like this because one that's where the money's at and again like you said earlier Diane I'm really not trying to come and kill myself no things as we as we all have seen things are going up and our wages are staying the same I'm not trying to be here suffering no not me honey Mm -mm. Mm -mm. and I kind of like to be a good nurse it isn't about money no that's not why we come into the job but I think we've said this over and over again we need to live exactly and it's not even saying live glamorous lifestyles you know be on yacht parties on things all day every day no you want to live to have like you know a somewhat comfortable life don't get me wrong you have to work hard for it but when you are seeing professionals going to food banks what about the people that are actually below actual poverty the poverty line exactly where are they gonna go if professionals are now being forced to go and get food go and get stuff from food banks like it's just <sighs> what is coming to this I just like we're not a political podcast but I just want this current government to go it's making things 10 times harder for people this is this is the thing it's one of those it's one of those things where where do we go from here and why do we keep having to have the same conversation but yet nothing changes we have this conversation in intervals anyone who listens to us over from the beginning or over a period of time we always come back to touch base and think about what's going on in the nursing world what's getting better what's not getting better mm-hmm. and it's that every time we revisit it we're faced with the same hurdles the same blocks the same issues over and over and over again and it's like who's really listening to us who is trying to make things, who actually cares this is it That's how many it. times can we say it and yeah you know we're just not heard so why am I going to stay somewhere that I'm clearly not happy in don't get me wrong I enjoy the job but the other circumstances around it are making it very difficult for me to enjoy my job simple as like I'm not you know as you guys can see I'm actually I'm not this person that goes out every weekend does x y and z you know living the high life flash life that's not me I just want to be able to live the same way all of you guys want to be able to live but now everyone's got to create some sort of like side hustle or something to keep going because the nursing pay is pants. Even it's regardless, like parts of me look at like higher higher up bands and you know how much they earn and what's actually needed. Is that even still with what they're being paid? Is it worth what they're doing? Probably not. It needs a big shift because we're putting a lot into this. And we're literally getting back pittance. You know what? It'll be very good. I think we need to get someone in commissioning, somebody, even a politician. It'll be just good to hear somebody's perspective on how they see the nursing crisis. Do they even see it as a crisis? Because we might be the only one seeing it as a crisis because we're inside. They don't we care. care. Like, you know? I'm not speaking from. I'm not speaking from how they feel, but from how I'm viewing it, they don't care. Because regardless, how many of them are really and truly using the NHS, they can, probably, they can afford private care. Mm. But they don't care about these services. And that's the problem, as you said. They're not, 
they're not accessing it so therefore they, they don't need to care about it exactly like they can watch us all suffer whereas they can walk into private places and go and see a gp for 80 quid i don't want to do that i pay my taxes just like everyone else but hey ho like diane said it'd be nice to have someone from commissioning politician or something in that remit for us to just understand maybe you know so that we're not literally the blind leading the blind and, and also so that we can have some more understanding about how this stuff really works because we're literally just out there on the front line we don't know all the stuff that's going on at the back and i'd like to know for my own interest really and to see what how it's even how it even comes about put it that way but well, anywho that- Diane, what are your what are you doing in Uganda? How are you enjoying yourself? How, actually, oh no, actually, let me take it back. Let me ask. So Diana has clearly taken a holiday, taken a break. How are you unwinding? Girl, well, like, do you know what? I think it's just eating, sleeping, and relaxing. We had some family stuff we had to get done, like when we first got here, which is now out of the way. Mm-hmm. So now we can really go out and do stuff. So like now after this, we're going for shisha and food and drinks. The soft life. Um, the soft life indeed. Really? Only. It's the only way. It's the only way. Um, and then I think tomorrow we're going to go see my grandma. So Lovely. Just taking it easy, you know, enjoying each day. And also I've got to, I've got an interview, guys. So I need to prepare for my interview mm-hmm. as well. I've got that to do. So that's also the back of my mind as well, yeah. that that needs to be done. The prep for all of that needs to be done, etc. Um, But yeah, I'm just trying to relax, not think about work too much. I've been tempted to open my emails at once. Don't do it. And I was like, oh, let me just check. And I thought, no, Diane, don't do it. Don't do it. it. You're going to ruin your holiday. Don't do it. Yeah. So I thought, whatever's waiting for me, it can wait. You're being paid to have this time off. I know. know. Let it be what it is. Like, don't. No, don't do it. If you can, don't do it. I'm I'm one of those people. I have to check all my emails, but that's because I'm that way inclined. But I'm very much so breaking away from it. Like, you just need that detox from work. Yeah, 100%. I, and I can't lie, by the time the trip, this trip came, I needed to go. Mm. I needed the rest. But then also your body mentally knows you're going to have annual leave. So your body, I think, starts to shut down the closer mm. you get to it. Um, but yeah, like, it's like I said, it's lovely. The weather's good. Also, I'm around my family. And what more can you ask for? Everyone's having a good time. And yeah. Yeah, and I can't lie. It's made me think about would I live in Uganda now? Would you? Would you? If you did, would you? Would you nurse out there? What would you want to come and do? Because obviously, you're going to still need an income. Yeah, I mean, if I lived here, I'd want to do like my charity work. I'd want to like teach like neonatal nurses. Mm. Um, I'd I'd want to open up like a child development center and like educate people on developmental milestones and you know weaning and how to stimulate your your child in that way hmm. um i want i'd want to i'd want to do first aid courses for like nannies who have a lot of nannies here that look after our children hmm. a lot. like it's a standard here to have a nanny and have a driver everybody has one yeah. so it's the norms but that i think how equipped are they in terms of first aid um or how to stimulate a child or child development so i'd love to do that mm-hmm. as well um oh you never know i could meet some bad boy Ugandan and end up living a homemaker lifestyle. I'm just having my kids and look after my home. Who knows? Um, yeah. 
But guys, I like being busy, so that wouldn't suit me. Can't lie. <laughs> <laughs> would you, if that was to happen, happen? Would well, you just said that you know you enjoy being busy, but would you take it? What the homemaker lifestyle? Yeah. You know what? I, I love children, and I think I've always wanted to have kids. So I think, depending on how I am as a mother, maybe I would want to. If mm-hmm. I could financially, if if I could financially afford it, and my husband can afford for me to not work and sustain our home and give us a certain standard of living mm-hmm. while I can be with my kids all the time and do things with them, then why not? I don't. I, I mean, it won't be forever. It'd only be for the formative years. And once mm-hmm. I'm in school, I can go back and do what I need to do. Yeah, but if I was given like what five six years off to raise them and look after the home and live a good life, why not? No, I hear it. I can't lie. Mm. After having Noah, it's definitely something I've considered. But you know, bills have to get paid. Life has to still be. Yeah, if that's the thing. It depends on all of that. Because if you know financially you're okay and you can do it, then yes, in a heartbeat, I want to raise them until they're at a certain point. Mm. Then they can school, but. It depends on the finance of, of my husband. I mean, that I'm not married, guys. I'm just saying, theoretically. Mm-hmm. Like, it depends on him and his finances. And obviously mine, if I've got any savings, if I've got other th- other things that can bring me money mm-hmm. while I'm not working. So there's a lot of things to think about. But I could, this trip has made me definitely think about I might consider living in Uganda at some point. How, when, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But the experience has been nice. Yeah. No, I don't blame you take the opportunity also you get to like maximize job ideas and there's so much you can do like you stated why not yeah why not but yeah i feel like guys we've come like literally today's episode was just a quick catch up to see how we're both doing obviously clarissa is away for uh, for a bit but um yeah i feel like we've had a good old catch up we had, it was necessary. I was going to say, um, anyone who watches the stories, I am going to do the pros and cons of the cube versus community. Go when you do that, let me know because I can throw some gems in there too. Wait. Sorry, you literally just cut up. What did you say? Yeah, because I've, I've had people... I said, I don't know about the QV community. Hey, do you know the QV um, community? Mm. When you're ready, hit me up. We can do yeah, it. so I, I want to try and do it while I'm here, just because I have the time. I don't have a lot of distractions here. Good. Um, but I've had people ask about it in the DMs, especially I'm somebody who's gone between both mm. quite a bit. Um, yeah, so I will definitely do a video on that. So look out for that on the stories. Good, good. But guys, I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode. You know, share, like, subscribe. You know the jazz. Hit us up on our instagram page at the nursing handover podcast our email address at the nursing handover at gmail.com on twitter we are at the underscore handover why am i yeah. forgetting our, our name and always you can hit us up privately for me it's at jelly bean with three l's and two a's and for diana it's at dd Lutz with a z at the end so take care we'll be back next week with another episode and have a glorious time, Diane. I'm so jealous. Guys, until next week. So take care, guys, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.